Good morning. This is Apostle Shirley Evans coming to you again today. Today is November 9th, 2020. November 9th, 2020. Today is Monday. And the time is 9.03 a.m. And I'm going to say that nine represents harvest. Nine represents harvest. Jesus, Jesus said, Jesus said in Luke chapter 17, verse 17, and Jesus answering said, were there not 10 cleansed? But where are the nine? The nine meaning, where's the fruit or harvest of thanksgiving? One came back to say thanks. I believe that one that came back, that one got his total deliverance. And in Romans chapter 6, verse 22, the word of God says, But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. We thank God for birthing. We thank God for harvest. And some people cannot see the harvest because they don't have spiritual eyes to see. All they see is darkness. I see harvest. I see harvest of souls. I see restoration of minds. I see healing. I see deliverance. I see all of that. I see peace. I have. I see love. You can have peace even in darkness because you have the Prince of Peace with you and in you, which is Jesus Christ. This morning, people of God, we bless God for another day that we are in a sound mind, we have love, we have peace, we have his mercy, we have his grace with us. I pray that whenever you receive these teachings and these worship songs, that it will find you in good health. And that as you receive the word of God, you will apply it to your heart. And then you will, 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 will be that light that is going to shine in the darkness to draw souls to Jesus. We just bless God today as we ring our bell. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, oh my soul, worship his holy name. Sing like ever before, Oh, my soul, worship your holy name. Holy Spirit, I just thank you for another opportunity you've given me to be your oracle to speak to, through me to your people. Thank you for enlightening us. And Father, as I open my mouth, I ask you to minister through this vessel. I give you the honor and I give you the glory and I give you the praise. We sing praises to your name. Oh Lord, for your name is great and greatly to be praised. I sing praises to your name. Oh Lord, 
praises to your name oh lord for your name is great and greatly to be praised i sing praises to your name oh lord praises to your name oh lord for your name is great and greatly to be praised whisper a prayer in the morning whisper a prayer at noon whisper a prayer in the evening so keep your hearts in tune god answers prayer in the morning god answers prayer at noon god answers prayer in the evening so keep your hearts in tune jesus may come in the morning jesus may come at noon jesus may come in the evening so keep your hearts in tune you never know so keep your hearts in tune i come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and the voice I hear falling on my air, the Son of God discloses, and He walks with me, and He talks with me, and He tells me I am His own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. He speaks, and the sound of his voice is so sweet, the birds hush their singing. And the melody that he gave to me within my heart is ringing. And he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. I'd stay in the garden with him, though the night 
around me be falling but he bids me go through the voice of woe his voice to me is calling and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me i am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever known none other has ever known kneel at the cross christ will meet you there come while he waits for you listen to his voice leave with him your care and begin life anew kneel at the cross leave every care kneel at the cross jesus will meet you there kneel at the cross there is room for all who would his glory share bliss there awaits harm can ne'er be fail those who are anchored there kneel at the cross leave every care kneel at the cross jesus will meet you there kneel at the cross give your idols up look unto rams above turn not away to life's sparkling cup trust only in his love kneel at the cross leave every care kneel at the cross jesus will meet you there yes he certainly will meet you there but you have to kneel at the cross you have to reverence him you have to give him you have to speak to him you have to ask you have to search you have to seek and you will find kneel at the cross jesus will meet you there i sing praises to your name oh lord praises to your name oh lord for your name is great 
and greatly to be praised. I sing praises to your name. O Lord, praises to your name. O Lord, for your name is great and greatly to be praised. For your name is great and greatly to be praised. Just reflecting on how his name is to be praised. In the presence of Jehovah, God Almighty, Prince of Peace, troubles vanish, hearts are mended in the presence of the King. In the presence of Jehovah, God Almighty, Prince of Peace, troubles vanish, hearts are mended in the presence of the King. If you have a need, and you are in the presence of the King, if you have a need, if you have, if, if, if you need of healing, if you've been wounded, if you've been hurting, if you've been depressed, if you've been troubled, if you've been confused, know that God will heal your troubles. He will heal your hearts. He will mend them in the presence of the king. He will do that. He opened the blind man. He healed the woman with the issue of blood. He raised the dead. He heals and restores. He binds up the brokenhearted. He sets the captive free. In the presence of Jehovah, God Almighty, Prince of Peace, Troubles vanish, hearts are mended in the presence of the King. He wants to give you the peace of God that passes all understanding. God inhabits the praises of his people. And so I pray today that you will reach out and touch the Lord as he pass by you will find he's not too busy to hear your cry he's passing by this moment your need he will supply reach out 
and touch the Lord as he passed by. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus that washes white as snow. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. It washes white as snow. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to teach me to pray with all of my heart, all of my strength, that there may be no doubt with you or with me about what I have asked. Your word says, I must seek and I will find. I must ask and it shall be given unto me. I must knock and the door will be opened unto me. But help me when I kneel in prayer that I do not have an unforgiving heart. Help me when I kneel in prayer that I've cleansed myself as David said. Search me, O God, and know my heart today. Try me, dear Savior, know my thoughts, I pray. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. O Holy Ghost, revival comes from you. Send a revival, change the lives today. Thy word declares, you will supply our need. And Father, we just thank you for supplying our need. And I said again, whether it is healing, reach out. Whether you need, have a need, a financial need, whether you're depressed, Whatever, whether you're troubled, whether you're confused, He will touch you. He's not far. He is here. Hallelujah. He is here. Amen. He is here. Holy, holy. Hear Him calling out your name. He is here. Listen closely, hear him calling out your name. He is here, you can touch him, 
you will never be the same. He is here. And people of God, yes, we have a word from the Lord and a message that God has given me. And the word is, it's praying time. It's praying time and it's saying time. Because there are some things we pray and there are some things we need to get to that place in God where we speak, we say, we speak and it happens. It's praying time and it's saying time. You have to speak to it. And you have to be specific when you pray. And you ought to pray with a heart that has been cleansed. You should not get on your knees and pray, but you hate your brother, your sister, your neighbor. Are you still holding that grudge or animosity in your heart? That's why David says, he prayed and asked God for cleansing in, in, in Psalm 51. I will quickly read it. Uh, it's a prayer for spiritual cleansing. He said, have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge, so you have to acknowledge, you cannot hide it because the Bible says if you say that you have no sin, you deceive yourself and the truth is not in you. But if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So David had to acknowledge. So we have to acknowledge before God. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. It's, it's, it's before me, it's me. Against thee, thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight. You see, David knew that what he had done when Nathan the prophet came unto him after he had gone into Bathsheba. So now he's crying out to the Lord, but he's being specific. He's saying, it's me. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts. David was saying, God, I know you desire truth in my inward parts. And in the hidden part, thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide thy face from my sins. He's pleading, God, I don't want you to see my sin. Hide thy face from my sins and blot out all mine iniquities. He's, he's asking for the gift forgiveness. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, 
and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. For thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. Do good in thy good pleasure unto Zion. Build thou the walls of Jerusalem. Then shalt thou be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with burnt offering and whole burnt offering. Then shall they offer bullocks upon thine altar. So so we, we are to get in the place of cleansing before we really go before God to pray. You know? Now we can't clean ourselves completely, but if you, as a as a Christian, you, we are convicted of sin. The Holy Spirit convicts us, and so there are times we go before God, and we are praying for a specific thing. It's not going to happen because you need to do some cleansing on the inside, and there are times when you have to be careful when you say you're joining with a prayer partner. Because what I've seen is sometimes you're joining with that particular person as a prayer partner. But that prayer partner is connected to three or four people. Listen to me carefully. They're connected with three or four people who hates you. Are you understanding me? So they are connected, soul tied to those other three people but they are your prayer partner. But those connections hates you. So tell me how you're going to get your breakthrough. I am telling you, I've witnessed it. I've witnessed it. And so some people have to be shared away you can't, you should not be tied up with prayer partners who are not going the same way. Look at Jesus. He had many followers, but they, 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 they had to be shedded. They dropped off because their vision is not your vision. As a matter of fact, they're fighting against your vision. So be careful unless, unless you know that you know that God said, okay, I've assigned this one to pray with you. And if you're close to God, the Holy Ghost, he will show you. Yeah, they say that, but they really ain't praying for you because they're too connected in so many other things. They're not walking straight. I am telling you. So be careful who say they are prayer partners because a lot of them have a knife in your back. And I don't mean to cause confusion. I'm just being led by the Holy Ghost to teach you and to teach me. Okay? So be inclined to hear the voice of God because look at this. All those disciples was with Jesus, the rest of the disciples. 
But now it's time he had to pray. It was praying time. He was kneeling. He was praying. But those who were supposed to be with him, they fell asleep. They were somewhere else. So therefore, they can open. They couldn't open their mouth and say, yeah, I was praying with you. You was far off. When I was hurting you, you don't know nothing about it because you were fast, fast asleep. So your mouth say, yeah, I was praying with you, but your heart is not connected. You would have been right there praying, feeling it, feeling the burden. And so let us grow, let us get higher in prayer. First Peter 5 and 7 says, First Peter chapter 5 verse 7 says, you're talking about it's praying time and kneel at the cross. Christ will meet you there. First Peter 5 and 7 says, Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'll read from verse 6. He says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cared for you. It says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. And, and all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit showed me something. Someone was supposed to go and minister yesterday. All right, and I knew that. But God put me in intercession and prayer immediately for that person. Put me in that intercession to the point where I was in the building. We are to get higher, higher in the anointing of prayer and intercession if you want to. We could just totally, totally, totally surrender. Let us cast all our care upon him, for he cared for you. So when you go to prayer, when you kneel in prayer, be specific what you're praying for and casting it all on God. Don't take it to the Lord in prayer and take it back. You know, the song say, Take it to the Lord in prayer. But times we take it to the Lord, we don't leave it there. We lift it back on us. Luke chapter 22 verse 39 declares, Luke 22, 39. Luke 22, blessed Jesus, I love you. Luke 22, verse 39 says, I'm going to read from verse 39 to 43. 39 to 43 says, Jesus was praying on the Mount of Olives. It says, and he came out and went as he was what? to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples also followed him. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, Pray that ye enter not into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast, and kneeled down and prayed. 
he humbled himself. He kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, he was specific in his prayer. This was his specification. This is what he said. Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. So see, when we are so burdened, we know the Lord, we are so burdened and we praying, God will send ministering angels to minister unto us. So even though he was the only begotten son of God, when he came down here, he took on the form of man. So in his humanity, he needed someone to pray with him. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven and strengthened him. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly. So you just, you do just pray for a minute. You have to earnestly pray. He was in such an agony. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. And we, when he arose from prayer and was come to his disciples, he found them sleeping for sorrow. They were sleeping. And he said unto them, Why sleep ye? Rise and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. It's praying time. It certainly is praying time. An angel came from heaven, strengthening Jesus. God answers prayer. God sent help. Because I believe at that time, Jesus was having a vision of seeing himself on that cross. I believe that was one of the same angels that came to Jesus when after his 40-day fast and he was being tempted by the devil. I believe that's one of the angels who also came and ministered unto him, strengthening him. He needed to be strengthened. We also need to be strengthened. We must kneel at the cross. Christ will meet us there. He will meet you there. If you need an answer, go to God in prayer. Kneeling is humility. He prayed to the Father. He was specific in his prayer. I remember when, when I was stripped down to nothing. So here it is. I learned how to pray. And I remember one day I said, Lord, you have me to give away everything with the house. I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, a year has gone by. I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, someone has lent me a hot plate because now the light is on. I say, Father, you promised to restore me. So, Father, I'm asking you for a white stove, a white refrigerator, a white washing machine, and a white dryer. I was being specific because I had a prayer partner who said, Charles, you have to be specific in what you're praying for. You can't go beating around the bush and say all kind of nonsense. Be specific. And God knows in your heart what you need, but he wants you to speak, communicate with him. And so that's what I prayed. 
And he prayed along with me. A man of God, he prayed along with me. Okay? And I remember, as I spoke to you the other day, how, how God sent an angel. I called Kendall Nordage an angel. And I remember he says, Charles, you got to be specific when you pray. You understand? He said, if you want to white this, you pray for that. If you want to block that, you pray. For, be specific. And I prayed. And he prayed with me. Because blessed are the pure and hearted. You, if two agree, but you got to agree with a pure heart. You can't agree together and you have some 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 people on the side of you who connected with you that you know connected with you who hate me it's not gonna work i love you all and i'm telling you the truth be careful when you hear someone say i'm praying with you talk to god he's gonna show you he's gonna say no uh-uh they're not praying with you there's too much baggage connected to them blessed be the name of the lord father i thank you for this revelation so that they have all that baggage coming to pray with you and the baggage they have with them is the baggage that hates you. There's no breakthrough. That's why a lot of people do not have any breakthrough to this day. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let the Holy Spirit teach us some things. Open our eyes to see truth. And we prayed. That was the prayer. Father, a white stove, a white refrigerator, a white washer, and a white and a white dryer. In my house today, there's a white stove, white refrigerator, white washer, white dryer. And so when I'm praying for someone's healing, I know I have the Holy Spirit with me praying. He's the one that prays in me. But I have to cleanse myself, and make sure my heart is right. So what happened? You go from stage to stage in intercession. So the other day when I took on someone's infirmity, who don't live in my house, well, understand? I had no idea that that person was even sick. But that morning I got up with that eye infirmity, the nose infirmity, so painful. And as I was praying, Lord, who is this? He gave me the name of the person. Immediately I pick up the phone and I was able to call them, pray with them, and guess what? Before the end of the evening, there was none of that. God had healed them, but you've got to have a approach him with a pure heart. Cleanse me. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And so we have to pray and pray with a clean heart and be specific in our prayer. But he answers prayer. Luke chapter 22, verse 39 to 44, I just read in your hearing. Luke 22. I bless you, Jesus. There is none like you. Luke 22, verse 39 to 44. See, the Mount of Olives was located just to the east of Jerusalem. Jesus went up the southwestern slope to an olive grove called Gethsemane, which means oil press. Well, let me tell you something. I've written a book. It hasn't been published yet. 
I've written a book concerning my Gethsemane because each one of us will have a Gethsemane pressing you, squeezing you. Then olive grove called Gethsemane, which means oil press. Jesus asked the disciples to pray that they would not fall into temptation because he knew that he would soon be leaving them. Jesus also knew that they would need extra strength to face the temptations ahead. Temptations to run away or to deny their relationship with him. I believe the reason why God says it's praying time, some things are about to happen in this world. It's going to tempt us either to stay with Jesus or walk away. He knew that they would need the extra strength to face the temptations ahead. Temptations to run away or to deny their relationship with him. They were about to see Jesus die. Would they still think he was the Messiah? The disciples' strongest temptation would undoubtedly be to think they had been deceived. Jesus was Jesus trying to get out of his mission? No. It is never wrong to express our true feelings. He was in his humanity. He, he, that's how he was feeling. Because flesh hurt. Was Jesus trying to get out of his mission? It is not. It is never wrong to express our true feelings to God. Jesus exposed his dread of the coming trials. You know, there are people who say, child, I heard you're lying because you're hurting on the inside and God knows. So you could express to him, Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm hurting. I need this fix. Be specific. But he also reaffirmed his commitment to do what God wanted. The copy spoke of meant the terrible agony he knew he would endure. Not only the horror of the crucifixion, but even worse, the total separation from God that he would have to experience in order to die for the world's sins. Only Luke tells us that Jesus' sweat resembled drops of blood. Jesus was in extreme agony, but he did not give up or give in. He went ahead with the mission for which he had come. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He was determined. But here he was, the only begotten Son of God. He was, he was specific in his in his telling his father how he felt. But he turned and he said, well, Father, if you're willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. And so he cried out. So we are to cry out too. He will hear us and he will answer. The old people used to sing a song. He will answer by and by. He will answer by and by. Acts chapter 9, verse 40. Thank you, Father. 
Acts chapter 9, verse 40 to 41, says, Acts 9, 40 to 41, declares, Peter raises Dorcas to life. 40 says, But Peter put them all out. See, because you can't have people with you who are opposite you. You have to have people with you who have faith like you. So let me read from verse, verse 10, 39. Then Peter rose and went with them. When he was come, they brought him into the upper chamber, and all the widows stood by him weeping and showing the coats and garments which Dorcas made while she was with them. But Peter put them all forth. He put them out and kneeled down and prayed reverence to God and kneeled down and prayed and turning him to the body said, Tabitha arise. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. If those people who were there weeping, who had no faith, were still in there, you think Tabitha was going to rise? No. She wasn't going to rise, and her eyes was not going to be open. She would have been dead. She wouldn't, she would not, it would not have happened. So you have, you have to have people with you who have faith, the same faith, thinking the same thing, seeing the same vision. So Peter had to throw them out, put them out. Listen, I don't hang with chickens. Chickens cannot fly. You've got to get to that place of that eagle mentality, soaring in the spiritual realm, being able to see and hear. You can't be along doubters. No. And he gave her his hand and lifted her up and when he had called the saints and widows, presented her alive. And it was known throughout all Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. And so, here it is. You cannot have chickens with you. When you pray, you have to be specific. We just read Acts chapter 9, 40 to 41. Dorcas made an enormous impact on her community by always doing good and helping the poor, by making robes and other clothing. When she died, the room was filled with mourners, very likely many of the people she had helped. And when she was brought back to life, the news raced through the town. God uses great preachers like Peter and Paul today. But he also uses those who have gifts of kindness, like Dorcas. Rather than wishing you had other gifts, make good use of the gifts God has given you. Can I say that? Because a lot of people are trying to get other people's gifts. And nothing could happen to them because they out, they out of the will of God. They need to stay and do what God has given them. God uses great preachers like Peter and Paul. But he also uses those who have gifts of kindness, like Dorcas. Rather than wishing you had other gifts, 
make good use of the gifts God has given you. Because the gifts he has given you, he has given it to you. He will anoint you with those gifts. But if you try to go and get somebody else's gift, it, can't, it, can't, it cannot work. It will not work. So stay in the will of God. God answers prayer. God answers prayer in the morning. God answers prayer at noon. God answers prayer in the evening. So keep your hearts in tune. In Acts chapter 16, verse 25. Acts 16 and verse 25. Paul and Silas prayed. Paul and Silas were imprisoned for something they did, they did not do. But in 19 says, and when and when her master saw, because see what they did, um, this spirit of divination, see, and it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her master's much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and, 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 and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God which show unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days, but Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. And when her masters saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them from the marketplace unto the rulers and brought them to the magistrates saying, these men being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. And the multitude rose up together against them and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them, rip them, rip their clothes off naked to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, you think you think it's easy serving God? You never know what you're going to come up against. People are going to blame you for something you didn't do. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. One time I was home, minding my own business. It was a Sunday, and my phone rang. And the phone rang from a particular um, police headquarters, the police place, anyway. And, and the thing is, they gave me a name and said, they, they want to talk to me. Um, could I please come there? I was like, what? Well, how did he get there? I said, Father, in the name of Jesus. I left from here, prayed up. And they left me in the little cell. And there was this young man on the, I, I'm not saying on the tile floor, on the concrete floor. Not even a pillow on his head. 
and he's balled up like that. And I stood in there and I said, how did you get here? And the Lord had me to pray for him. Listen, two hours later, he was freed. Do you understand? Two hours later, he was freed. I remember another time the Holy Spirit sent me to the place on Quaco Street because I got a call from Quaco Street to somebody there was in, 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 in incarcerated, I call it. And, and I was like, wait a minute. What is he calling me for? I'm not even going to pray for him. He's always in trouble, right? The Holy Spirit said, that's my son. You get your clothes on and you go up there right now. And I, as I was going, I could see him like, hang down his head and weeping i reached up there and i said sir i'm so and so and i'm i'm ca i came here to deliver such and such they look at me say deliver he's not coming out of here he's going to prison and i said well anyhow the holy ghost sent me for deliverance so please laugh at me and then somebody must have known me from somewhere he said miss you have a son named name so and so i say yes yeah. so then i looked like this man know me anyway and so anyway um they brought the person out when they brought the person out i said so this man is going to be delivered out of here today and the police said not not a, not a day like it i said well any other holy ghost says that and I said, y'all have a blessed day. And I walked out of there. And before the end of the day, that person was set free. You've got to get to the place of praying and knowing you are going to get an answer. It's praying time. Some things about to go down. Like the Bahamians say, it's going down. So here comes, here comes um, um, Paul and Silas. Didn't expect for them to be thrown in prison, but it happened. And so, the prayer, they, 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 it, it, it says in, in, in Acts chapter 25, which I read just now, Acts chapter 16, verse 25, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately the prison was shaken. And immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loosed. That's the power of God. And the keeper of the prison awaking out of sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out the sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice saying, do thyself no harm, for we are all here. The power of prayer, the power of prayer. Acts chapter 16, verse 25. I love you, Jesus. And so if I had gone to that prison with someone hanging on me who ain't on the same, um, with the same vision, ain't prayed up, those people would never get out there. Be careful who hang with you. Acts chapter 16, 
verse 25. Lord, I love you. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. You see, I didn't go alone. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit went with me. Acts 16, verse 25, and all the ministering angels went with me. And the person was delivered. Paul and Silas were stripped. They were beaten and placed in stocks in the inner cell. Despite this, this dismal situation, they praised God, praying and singing as the other prisoners listened. No matter what our circumstances, we should praise God. Others may come to Christ because of our example. So, there's other places in the Bible where people prayed. Mark chapter 11, Mark chapter 11, verse 24 says, I bless you, Jesus. Mark 11, I thank you, Jesus, 20 verse 24. Oh, I passed Mark. Mark 11, verse 24 says, Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Whatever. Jesus is, Jesus is our example for prayer. Jesus prayed, everything is possible for you, yet not what I will, but what you will. Our prayers are often motivated by our own interests and desires. We like to hear that we can have anything, but Jesus prayed with God's interests in mind. When we pray, we should express our desires but want his will above ours. Let me say that again. When we pray, we should express our desires, but we should want his will above ours. Check yourself to see if your prayers focus on your interests or God's. Check it out. Solomon prayed in 2 Chronicles chapter 6, verse 13. Second Chronicles 6, 2 Chronicles 6 and 13 says, this is what he prayed, 6 and 13, it says, thank you, Lord. I'll read from verse 12. Solomon's prayer of dedication. Then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in front of the whole assembly of Israel and spread out his hands. Now he had made a bronze platform, five cubits long, five cubits wide, and three cubits high, and had placed it in the, in, in the center of the outer court. He stood on the platform and then knelt down before the whole assembly of Israel and spread out his hands toward heaven. He said, O Lord God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven or on earth. 
you will keep your covenant of love with your servants who continue wholeheartedly in your way. You have kept your promise to your servant David, my father. With your mouth you have promised and with your hand you have fulfilled it as it is today. Now, Lord, God of Israel, keep for your servant David, my father, the promises you made to him when you said, you shall never you should never fail to have a man to sit before me on the throne of Israel. If only your sons are careful in all they do to walk before me according to my law, as you have done. And now, O Lord God of Israel, let your word that you promised your servant David come true. But will God really dwell on earth with men? The heaven, even the highest heavens, cannot contain you. How much less this temple I have built, ye yet Give attention to your servant's prayer and his plea for mercy. O Lord my God, hear the cry of the, and the prayer that your servant is praying in your presence. May your eyes be open toward this temple day and night, this place of which you said you said you would put your name there. May you hear the prayer your servant prays toward this place. Hear the supplications of your servant and of your people Israel when they pray toward this place. Hear from heaven your dwelling place, and when you hear, forgive. And so, so great men of God prayed. Great women of God prayed. But we have to pray specifically, and we have to pray believing. We have to pray trusting that he said in his word, seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be open unto you. And so, knock, ask, seek, and accept that he has heard you. And also, be specific in your prayer. It's praying time. Father, we thank you for your word today. Help us to continue to reverence you in humility. Help us to believe that you hear us when we pray and help us to when we pray to forgive to make sure we get our answer help us that there would be no blockage to prevent us from getting our answer help us not to be selfish in our prayers help us to continue to reverence and honor you. We give you thanks and we praise in the name of Jesus. And Father, when your people who are going to receive this word today, Father, give them a praying heart. Give them a praying heart. Stir up the gift of prayer in them in the name of Jesus. I bless you in Jesus' name. Have a blessed day. May his grace his mercy, his peace, his love and joy continue to be with you. I love you. This is Apostle Shirley Evans saying, God bless you. And kneel at the cross. Christ will meet you there. Come while he waits for you. Listen to his voice. Hear his tender cry. Come while he waits for you, kneel at the cross, leave 
Every care kneel at the cross. Jesus will meet you there. First Peter 5 and 7, casting all your care upon him, for he cared for you. I love you. God bless you.